Skitters Club, we're back. I hope you enjoyed the special that we released. It's been a little while, but we did release a special, and we hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, Mendy Reiner, next level human being. Yeah. He's one of those people that just makes you feel inadequate. And when I say you, I mean just you, because I feel fine. (laughs) But I looked at you, you know, condescending eyes. As you always do. Yes. That is my specialty. Mm. I wanted to, uh, before we get into the cast this week, it's going to be another taste test. Really? It's been a little while. You love these. I love these. I do love them. So this, uh, this, there's a video that's gone viral about this. I mean, I don't know. I guess I just have to come right out and say what it is and watch you just make faces and no, say no, no, you're not b- doing before it. Before we even get there, there's not a chance. I see. That's what I'm that saying. I'm going to eat that. Oh, you're eating it. Oh, no. Yes, you're eating it. Should I tell you what it is? I would like to at least start there. Okay, supposedly, if you take vanilla ice cream and you add some olive oil to it and then some kosher salt, okay, supposedly, it's like amazing. And that's what you have right in front of you here. It's vanilla ice cream, some olive oil. <laughs> okay, why isn't it melting? I walked in <laughs> and this was here. Well, no, that that's because I, I, I waited and I took it out straight from the freezer. And this freezer is like too cold. You know when the ice cream is just too it's solid as a rock? So it's just first melting now. But so are I'm you ready? to taste this? Yeah, we got two spoons. We're going to taste it. Get ready. Wow, that's good. Really? I'm not liking it. Really? I'm not digging it Yeah. It's so different. It is different. You liked it, huh? I like it. I like it. I don't know. Wow. I don't know what happened. It hit my taste buds and it was like just all good messages. <laughs> but maybe it's because I haven't had ice cream in a very long time. No, 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 no. You, they, no, no, because this is so different. <laughs> it's salty. It has a different texture. Yeah, different texture. It's and got the olive oil flavor coming through. It's yeah, complex. And that's, and that's also giving it some texture added. Oh, I know why salt. you like it so much more than me. Why? Because you don't like sweet. You like bitter and you like... No, that's so yeah. untrue. I love sweet. I have a very bad sweet tooth. That's true. That is true. Very, very... But you like your bitter coffee. You like your yes. bit of beer. Yeah. I'm, right? You're an IPA guy. I'm a lager guy. I'm an open-minded individual. That's the difference between you and I. Yes. You have such a narrow view. Excuse me. Yeah. Who, who set up this taste test? <laughs> and who said, I'm not going to try it? By the way, for the record, you went from, I'll never try that to, give me more yeah. in about two seconds. I'm going to finish this bowl. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. For the record. And also for the record, whenever we do these taste tests, it gets cut, but he continues eating. You know, we both <laughs> we both taste, but then you just keep going and you wipe it out, okay? Yeah. As you're doing right now. It's pretty good. Yeah, I can't Very believe you liked it. So wow. Okay, wow. So this is what they say. They say it's like the most amazing experience of ice cream ice cream experience, but I didn't love it. But it's possible that I I didn't love it because in my brain I'm saying there are not just the insane amount of calories of ice cream. When you add olive oil, which is a super high calorie item, I can't enjoy that. Oh yeah, ruined my whole day. Yeah, absolutely. So yes. I can't. It's also possible that I liked it because I haven't eaten anything. Oh, you today. haven't eaten anything? Nothing. Zero. Zero. Oh, so that's for sure why you like it. You think so? Hundred percent. I think this. No, I. There's a quality here. No, there is. There is. There's definitely a quality here that matches me. No, the crazy thing is, is your reaction to it is exactly the reaction that all the viral video have. <laughs> and I'm like shocked because it was real. Yeah. That means all the viral videos were actually real. People, like you went, wow, oh, this is so different. All these different flavors. and yeah. Can I be weird. honest? When I walked in, I thought it was eggs. 
<laughs> I thought yeah. you had like yeah, a sunny yeah, yeah. side up egg that you just put into a bowl and, and it, it looked like yeah, and, and, and it looked like a little dried out, maybe freeze dried. I don't know what you did to it. And I was like, I'm not going near that. Okay, we will take a picture of the empty bowl. <laughs> we will include it in the WhatsApp, and all of you listeners should know he finished the bowl. I did. And a shout out to some of our dedicated listeners in Lakewood, Rabbi Batesh and his son Michael. Thanks guys for being dedicated cast listeners. Speaking of dedicated listeners, thank you to all of you who have heeded the call and bought us a coffee. Yes, and if you haven't already, you can visit us at buymeacoffee.com slash kiddish club uh, and do whatever is comfortable for you, but support the cast so that we can continue bringing you this content. And you can also go there directly from our website at kiddishclubpodcast.com. And while you're doing stuff for us, make sure to leave a five-star review for us <laughs> on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you'd like to send us any types of free foods or ice cream, and herring, whatever anything you else, got. Anything else you want from them. <laughs> okay, let's jump into the news. Uh, there's a lot of news. We're going to be jumping around. I mean, there's, there's so much, but... We're just going to jump around. We're going to be all over the place this episode. But can I just talk about Sam Bankman-Fried? Okay. Did you see the picture? His mugshot came out in a lineup. Have you seen it? I have not seen it. Well, you should. But I'm happy you brought him up, actually, because it will segue nicely into... (laughs) (laughs) To where you're going. To where we're going, yeah. Oh, so just to clarify, so this is a picture of him in in jail. Um, Wait, is, is is that him? That is him at the end. Wow. Wow, I don't know what to say. I mean, it has to be jail because there's kind of no uniform. Yeah, and yeah, and, and look he's at sort of people. looking like he's sort of <laughs> looking like Fetterman with those shorts. <laughs> I mean, if if I were gonna end up in jail, chas v'shalom, but like I would be. I don't know. I definitely would be wearing pants because <laughs> I don't know if you have no, the option. No, because short. I mean, you do. He knew he was gonna go, right? I mean, how does this work? I don't know. He doesn't look good. But you know what's crazy is that he's Jewish, and I think we've we've discussed that before, and that leads me to our first really segment, which is the fact that Jews Jews represent zero point two percent of the world population. Yes, did you know that zero point two? You know who else is zero point two percent of the world population? No. For example, the Roma people. You know the Roma? I do not. The derogatory w- word for Roma are gypsies. Okay. All right. That now makes a I little bit. I got it. <laughs> Made me say it there. Um, and, you know, during the Holocaust, they were, yeah, they, they were part they were, of it. They were persecuted, just like Jews. When was the last time you heard of anybody say the word Roma or even gypsy? Ever? I mean, I, no, I don't hear that often at all. Right. You, you hear the pejorative. Yes. Right. When they're trying to fix my car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't pay. And we're not going to get into it. We're, we're not going to get canceled for this. Not worth it. But like, when was the last time something in politics and they said, you know, oh, they're Roma or in, you know, uh, technology, technology, anywhere, anywhere. But it, when it comes to Jews who are 0.2%, it's constant. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to look too far, right? If you look at the, you know, they talk about the big seven in the technology world, you just mentioned technology. Among them are Google and Facebook, now called Meta. Both of them founders were Jews, among others. Right? It's it's mind-boggling. Oh yeah, we make a big splash. Crazy. Yeah. It's it's crazy. And so it got me thinking. Uh, and before I get to my thought, I, I just want to say why I was thinking this because I found out fairly recently about this gentleman who's a Jew, and I had no idea. This is a gentleman who was impeached last week. None other than. Secretary of Homeland Security. Mayorkas? Alejandro Mayorkas. Really? He is half Sephardi, 
half Ashkenaz. So fully Jewish. Fully Jewish. Wow, because I'm I'm not a fan. I know. Well, we've had you know millions of people you know crossing the border illegally this year. That's it's, not only it, why. I saw an interview with him. I think it was last week where he was going on and on about how sharp and mentally acute Joe, Joe Biden is. Yeah, but but he's they like, all I have to that. prepare for these meetings because he's going to ask invasive questions. <laughs> I'm like, what are you saying? They all said this. All Democrats across the spectrum were talking about how Joe Biden is so sharp and so brilliant and has the best memory. And we've all said the same thing. And Ben Shapiro really said it great. How is it that he's so sharp and so sharp-witted and has such a great memory, and yet we've never seen it? <laughs> it, it eludes the American public. Yeah. Uh, because like what there's no cameras video cameras like we all have phones why is it that we've never seen a single instance of it <laughs> it's like a ufo exactly <laughs> <laughs> they're so sure but so mayorkas was impeached uh it, he was impeached in the house not impeached in the senate so no, nothing is i mean likely nothing's going to come of it but we know that there's a crisis of illegal aliens uh in many states including our own including new york and this impeachment by the way is historical yes it's the first time ever yeah, yeah you don't ever want to be the first but i guess that's jews right we yes are, we're the first to the right. party so like, every when, time i was when someone told me they're like well you know he's jewish i'm like no he's not they're like yeah i'm like no please let it not be true <laughs> and then they started rattling off names they're like oh you know who else is jewish anthony blinken which i knew and i forgot what do you mean you covered it on i this know podcast. but i forgot that's why i said i knew and i forgot and i think you like you you were saying that he should like that's probably not his real name right right that's what you were saying i'm remembering this now yes, just from yes, memory yes it's like no there has to be no it is actually blinken there isn't actually a long line of jewish blinkens you said this yes yes that's true uh and then he, he keeps going and then he's just rattling off names and i'm like no that can't be true and he's like yeah also bob marley and i'm like no that can't be true so i googled that and it turns out it's a it's a theory and it's it's you know he's not jewish what bob marley yeah most likely not jewish so you needed a google search for that one huh <laughs> No, but if you look on Wikipedia, it actually says that uh, there, are, there are claims that his mother was of Syrian Jewish descent and uh, they've been uh, attacked you know, vehemently by family or whatever. Uh, I guess they don't want to be connected to Jews, maybe. I don't know. But, but that would be super interesting if it was true. And it wouldn't. Would you be surprised? You wouldn't be so surprised. I would be a little surprised. A little. A bit. little surprised. And it's just crazy because you just keep finding more and more people and it's not always good. Like Mayorkas, I wasn't happy about that. I was reading an article about, so remember we talked a lot about this, uh, Hunter Biden's Don't heart. say he's Jewish. Do not do it. <laughs> he's not Jewish. So Hunter Biden, you know, famously decided to start selling his ridiculous finger paintings and, was, <laughs> and right, right and he's and they're getting like millions of dollars because obviously people are buying it because they want political they want to curry political favor with the Biden family, right? So now, you know, I was reading about how the the uh, Office of Government Ethics is looking into it and they're looking into the person that bought it. And so as I'm reading, I'm like, okay, you know, whoever bought it and they're looking into her, it was a woman and they're looking into her and what is she doing? And, you know, did she want favors? And her name is, and who knows, maybe she's not Jewish, but her name is Elizabeth Naftali. Oh, uh, yeah. I <laughs> doubt. Right? <laughs> well, that sounds pretty obvious, but you know what? You never know. You never because know. it could be her father's name and her mom is not Jewish. Right. Okay. Fair. But you know, it got me thinking. Jews play such a prominent role and they always have in history, 
right? So I understand, I kind of understand where anti-Semitism comes from, because if you're not Jewish, you really only have two options, right? Jews are at the forefront of everything, of right. every industry, 25% of Nobel Prize winners, you know, inventions, uh, success, wealth, you know, on and on and on and on throughout history, right? Yeah. So you either, you have, you do have two choices. Either you be the best friend of the Jews, or you really have to hate them. Right, but uh, but even more than that, I was gonna say, if you had to look at it and say, well, how is it possible that this 0.2% is so involved everywhere, so successful, the least amount of crime, the best families, everything, must be there's something underhanded going on here. There must be protocols of the elders of Zion here, right? I mean, there must be sin, something. Right, a conspiracy is just waiting it has to, to happen be. here because your only other option is to acknowledge that Hashem is in control of the world and he promised us this and it's supernaturally been decreed and it's going to be like this forever. So your option one is to say the Jews are really telling the truth. They're really right. The terror is true. It's all right. right. Or chosen people, chosen people, or there's this conspiracy and there are a cabal of evil people who are out to control the world. So it's like, you have two options now. Give up your cheeseburger or believe that the Jews are really a secret society. Well, that's not necessarily true because not, people don't feel that they need to be religiously Jewish. Right. But if you're, let's say, a religious Christian or a religious Muslim or a Buddhist, etc. Right, there's nothing wrong with staying there. Right. Well, you don't have to convert to Judaism. Mm. What are you saying? What do you, you don't have to convert, but you definitely have to keep the seven Noahide laws. So that's right? nothing to do with cheeseburgers. And by the way, devout Catholics or Christians or what have you, they do. They keep those laws. Right. So I guess that's a valid point. But I totally understand where the anti-Semitism comes from and where yeah, the conspiracy theories come from. And Judaism as a whole is not a recruiting religion, right? right. We're right. not interested in more people. And that's another problem, right? <laughs> we put, we, we, halakhically, we got to push you away, right? Yeah. It's I like, mean, listen, when anybody goes to the rabbis, like, I want to become Jewish, what's the first thing they say? No, 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 you don't want to exactly. do this. Exactly. You don't want to do this. So Mallorca's got impeached. <laughs> what do you think of that? That was a pretty long-winded way to, <laughs> to get, get to, to that, that story. Point. But look, we live in New York, and I mean, we experience it. We're in New York City, and we see the immigrants the the illegal immigrants everywhere and it's taking a toll i'm sure you saw about the whole eric eric adams scandal about giving ten thousand uh, dollar debit cards to undocumented undocumented immigrants without any type of id check or any type type of check at all and it you, almost makes you want to be an immigrant <laughs> i'll take a ten thousand dollar debit card and, and mayorkas didn't even take responsibility he's yes, like no this is right. not our fault not our fault nothing could be done except how, that how could you feel bad for this guy no he should have been fully impeached which we know he's not but yeah it's totally his fault but uh, i mean new york in general has been I, I hate to say it it's been going a little bit further and further down over the years right yeah it's accurate <laughs> it's accurate right and uh, you know just looking at the news stories you know it, it becomes it becomes obvious i saw an interesting news story that happened just recently uh within the last week a human leg was found abandoned on a new york subway track <laughs> no come on yeah and the crazy part is that yeah, it's another day in New York. See, I don't know if you would call that an abandonment. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like nobody abandons their own leg. You know what I'm saying? You would have to abandon your own leg for it to be an abandonment. Somebody took somebody else's leg and threw it onto the tracks. <laughs> That's more accurate. How did it get there? 
was it was it chopped off from a subway like what happened here and the crazy part is like if this happened in like montana it would be national news it happens in new york and i'm sure not one of our listeners knows about it right, <laughs> right. It didn't even didn't even just doesn't cut it doesn't cut it yeah it's like a leg Pfft. call me back when you find a head all right exactly right? exactly it's crazy and another another story again and again this is all from within the last week. So again, a New York City man was arrested at the U.S.-Canadian border because he was trying to smuggle a bunch of Burmese pythons in his pants. That's not the safest thing, though. <laughs> you know right? what I'm saying? But I do need to know more. Like, why? The, it doesn't say. Uh, it does say that they're valuable. But, I mean, there's a lot of valuable things you could smuggle. Like, if I was going to smuggle, I'd go with diamonds. You know, maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> Small, safe. <laughs> right. They don't right? move. Exactly. No fangs. They're not going to bite you. <laughs> right. They don't have venom. Exactly. Exactly. Burmese pythons. Seriously. So another article that, uh, and uh, again, here in another New York story, Sylvester Stallone, famous Hollywood actor, his daughters told their father that they were moving to New York. And obviously he's a man who's very wealthy. He forced them to have training lessons with a former Navy SEAL. <laughs> just, just to move to New York City where we live voluntarily. Right. Is that crazy? Well, I don't know about you. I have some training. <laughs> yeah. What training do you have? I can, you know, I can give them a hard time. <laughs> and also in New York news, and this is major national news, and of course it involves a Jew. The Trump verdict came out in New York for oh, his case. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big bill. Huge bill. $325 million? $4 million. $354 The prosecution million. was only, not prosecution, but the plaintiffs were asking, well, no, it is prosecution because it, it was the government suing, asked for $250 million, and the judge handed down a sentence of $354 million, and I read that for him to appeal... He must put up something like over four hundred million just to file the appeal. So the good news is, and when I saw this, I was just like, "Brilliant!" He started selling Trump sneakers. Yes. <laughs> he did right. This is for sure in direct response. A thousand it's like, percent. If we have a bill, we'll just sell sneakers. And then, by the way, sold out first first hour, first day. Of what course. was it? Like the NFTs. Like yeah. the Trump NFTs. It's unbelievable that this man can just raise money at the at, at literally the blink of an eye. But it's also crazy because he's supposedly a multi-billionaire, right? He says he's worth what? Nine billion? Yes. Really, we, we think he's more likely closer to like two billion. Okay. Okay, why are people doing GoFundMes for him? You know, they, you, you saw that, right? They, they set up a bunch of people, set up a GoFundMe for Trump to help him pay this bill. I mean, I didn't see that. I'm too busy getting bombarded by, you know, tzedakahs that are busy calling me, <laughs> which, by the way, like, are you getting these phone calls for, like, raffles every other day? Absolutely. You are? Yes, I, that's why I stopped answering my phone. But also, the prizes are becoming better, like... For a hundred dollars, they're asking me like, "You can win a hundred thousand. I don't even, I don't even do this as a sedaka call. Like to me, it's just a business investment <laughs> at this point. You just like instead 100%, of hundred percent, yes. And then I get a phone call like from this other yeshiva that's like, um, "We have a men's package and a woman's package. Do you want to give us one hundred and eighty dollars?" I'm like, "What? <laughs> like, bro, you need to up your game. Like, I don't need a Megillah and a menorah for one hundred and eighty dollars. Like, this competition out there is getting stiff." I see you're such a Lashem Shemayim guy. No, it's just like, it's the fallback for me. Like, if I don't win, I did a mitzvah. Right, I hear that. Well, but I'm in it to win it. Right, so I'm not sure you get full credit for that mitzvah. You know what? Just throwing that out there. What? 
I don't agree. I, I, I don't agree. Okay, I think that is the reality. <laughs> you could agree or not, but that is the reality. I think you have it right. Maybe I do stop answering my phone. Yes, I think it's time. But anyway, back to the Trump sneakers. Did he did he raise enough money to cover the bill? No, no. This is a huge bill. I yeah, mean, it's pretty big. But they were four hundred dollars a piece. All he needed to do was sell a million pairs. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot. I thought that that was the plan. No, this number is astronomical. I, I I cannot believe that it's not going to go down in appeal. But wait, you asked me why he needs GoFundMe's. That's where we started. Yes. And 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 just because you have two billion dollars or five billion dollars, that doesn't mean you have liquid cash. Of course. He's not going to have three hundred and twenty-five million dollars sitting around waiting. Three fifty. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. But the worst part of the entire story is that I mean, you know that this wasn't like a jury. A jury didn't decide this. This was a judge, and there was a lot of talk at the beginning saying that the Trump lawyers messed up and they didn't file. Uh, you know, they didn't check a box to get a jury trial and instead it's going to be a judge it turns out that's not true letitia james actually referred it for a judge trial and even if the lawyers would have requested a, a jury the judge himself said he wouldn't have granted it so there was no point he was going to be the deciding factor and of course the judge is a jew so why if, is that of course though no i'm saying unfortunately so now the whole alt-right and all the crazy you know super guy super trump you know, crazy anti-Semites, mega, fans, mega yeah. fans. Another reason to say that the Jews are bad. But you know, Letitia James had it out for him from the beginning. Yeah, she said from the beginning. She ran her campaign saying, I'm going to get Trump. I can't believe that this is like legal and like there's no... Feels like Russia. A little bit like Russia. Okay, that's a good way to put it. But it just feels like there's it, there's almost nothing you can do about it. It's like such a helpless feeling. Like, where is the like, countermeasures? I mean, this is the justice system. Right. You got to work within the justice it's system. It's so and corrupt. They're going to appeal it. And yeah, I mean, it's it's insane. Look what's going on with the other case, with the Fannie Willis case. I mean, that's also pretty crazy and pretty corrupt. Yeah, with that one too, just the corruption seems to be rampant. Yeah, I don't know if it's corruption as much as it's do whatever you have to do to take down Trump. That is what corruption is. <laughs> yeah, okay. No, I'm, yeah. How okay. corrupt is that? Yeah, it's corrupt. It's corrupt. It's corrupt. And look, whether you love Trump or hate Trump, you got to be looking at this saying, it feels like a third world country. It feels like Russia. It really does. And we'll get to Russia because, of course... There's a lot to talk about with Russia. to talk about with Russia. But also in New York news, let's just finish finish off the New York stuff. Our candidate lost, unfortunately, Mazzy Philip, who was running for the Santos seat, lost. Yeah, I did see that. That was now taken by a Democrat, but worse still, we had the Orthodox Jewish woman who lost that. And speaking of Santos, by the way, he in turn, remember we covered this on the cast, He, we said that now that he's not in Congress anymore, he's he was willing to do video cameos for money, and uh, he's actually suing late night host Jimmy Kimmel because he's saying that they totally tricked him into doing it. And that it was supposed to, you know, was never supposed to be what it, what it was used for. And uh, I think he's probably going to win that lawsuit. Well, he's got to make money somehow. <laughs> right. Everybody exactly. needs a Parnassa. He needs a Parnassa. Also, lastly, in politics, Jamal Bowman. You know him, right? I do not. He is a representative from New York. He's also on the far left, very anti-Semitic, anti-Israel. Uh, he's being primaried. And obviously, APAC is funding, helping to fund his opponent, who has raised more than twice the amount that he has raised. Jamal Bowman, you know him. He's the guy who pushed the fire, you know, uh, the fire exit in Congress. Remember that? It's vaguely familiar. 
Yeah, this is when he, you remember, he, the Democrats wanted to prevent a spending bill from going to vote. So he went and he opened a, a, a door, an emergency exit door, to make the alarms go off and to stop the whole session. He tried to claim that, oh, no, uh, he was a former principal, by the way. And he tried to claim that he didn't know that this was going to happen, even though there's a big sign on it that says, do not open alarm you know oh, that is the funniest thing though that he's a former principal he's he former took principal. a cue from his students exactly That's exactly funny. he ended up pleading guilty after denying that he knew he ended up pleading guilty to it but hopefully this is the last we're going to be seeing of him after the primaries okay enough about new york let's move to israel wait can we just get to russia first okay we can uh i mean the big news is that navalny has been found dead I, it was in prison, no less. Yes, in prison. Uh, Alexei Navalny, Putin's number one opponent. Nemesis, yeah. yeah. And his widow is claiming that they poisoned him with Novichok. I mean, I don't think anybody doubts that he was poisoned. This is, like, from the beginning, this is foul play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it's not. it doesn't take much to get killed in Russia. But it surprises me because it, it's coming off of this interview with Tucker right yes which he came out looking really good putin yes. right whether and or not i don't want to get into tucker know, by the way we'll get a little bit into tucker maybe if we have time but but he came out looking really good yes and then, it was a propaganda piece by tucker as we said but then this happens like how do you let this happen well they asked so tucker close about to the yeah they asked him and he said you know obviously any normal person would be horrified to hear that that's what tucker said something along those lines but yeah, but Tucker, you just gave this man legitimacy and you gave him a platform and then you went on. I don't know if we talked about, you know, the follow-up that he did where he was going around Russia and he went to a supermarket talking about how amazing it is in Russia because, you know, it's so cheap to buy, you know, groceries. They bought a month's worth of groceries for $100 or a week's worth of groceries for $100 and in America it would cost $400. And it's like, dude, the average Russian makes $10,000 a year. What are you talking about? Right. Like, but what is this... Tucker Carlson obsession with Russia. I don't know, Tucker. You know how I feel about Tucker. I know you don't like him, but he is one of the most popular mouthpieces in the world today. Okay, you're forcing me to get into Tucker. I'll get into Tucker, okay? You want me to get into Tucker? <laughs> okay. I'll get into Tucker. So first of all, he called out the Rebbe, Ben Shapiro. And so he's already on my bad list. Right, okay. Okay? And this is what it sounded like. You know, I've got four draft age children. So if you're playing recklessly fast and loose with their lives, then I have a right to despise you. And I do. So if you're Nikki Haley who's running for president or Ben Shapiro or half the people I see on television casually mentioning the possibility of nuclear war or sending Americans to fight in the Middle East or in any way involving us in a war that has nothing to do with prosperity and peace at home, nothing, in other words, to do with us Americans, then I have a right to call you out and be really offended because it's my family. They live here. It's not a joke to me. It's, there's nothing abstract about it. To which Ben Shapiro replied, he tweeted back and wrote, Tucker is simply lying about my positions. I've been calling for a negotiated end to the Ukraine war, freezing the lines of conflict, conflict since early on in the war. I have never called for American boots on the ground in Ukraine, ever. I have never called for American boots to defend Israel. Ever. I've invited Tucker to sit down multiple times over the past few weeks to clear the air and discuss our differences. He said he's willing, but his team has told us that he's busy for months because of all of his foreign travel. That offer remains open. You know what? Just the fact that Tucker is name dropping Ben Shapiro. That's a win. <laughs> yes and no. Uh, Ben has been, you know, he, he did go and he critiqued 
you know, Tucker pretty harshly on what he did with Russia. And he did it with, you know, facts. You know, he, it wasn't personal. I'm not shocked that Tucker retaliated. Right. Right. Uh, but I did see this video <laughs> and we'll include it in the WhatsApp. Uh, and I'll let you hear for yourself. If you'll hear. Would you ever go to war with the United States? And who do you think loves America more, myself or Ben Shapiro? You. <laughs> So without even seeing the video, because I can't see it, I'm just listening, I already know that that is Ami Kozak. That's right, it is. He's unbelievable with some of his skits, I got to tell you. Yeah, and it's not because his impression is so spot on. It's just the the way he captures the essence of it is, you know, funny. It is funny and and they also had a skit with Ami and also our friend Ellie Leibowitz. Yes. Did you see the Friday afternoon? Yes. Yes, that was very <laughs> that was good. Great. But as we said, you know, it doesn't take a lot in Russia. You know, corruption in Russia kind of one and the same thing, right? Uh now there's a report coming out that Russia has issued an arrest warrant for Alexei Navalny's brother. I mean, poor guy. Right? They just took out his brother, and now they're looking for him. But I think that he escaped Russia a while back. I hope so, and I hope he does not try to go back. They say he's in Cyprus. Okay. Well, I hope... They're not listening. <laughs> I hope they're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> and another person, so listen to this one, dual citizen uh, American ballerina Ksenia Karolina. Uh, she now has been arrested in Russia, and this video of her being blindfolded and being taken away in a blindfold, I don't know what's up with that. Like, I don't know why that's happening. And National security. <laughs> and uh, she's arrested for treason, I believe, because she <laughs> seemingly has raised money for Ukraine in the sum of $51. Well, you know what you can buy with with $51? <laughs> Tucker knows. Half week of groceries. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we're making jokes. It's not funny. No, not to it's, her. It's, it's scary. And not to her family, yeah, I'm and sure. She's an American. She's yeah. a dual citizen. So we hope that she is returned safely. Yeah, but at the end of the day, is Russia wrong on this? Think about this occurring in America. Somebody is treasonous to the amount of 50 bucks. <laughs> you think they're going to get off scot-free? But how is that treasonous? I mean, I guess because we're... The, what, are you supporting Russia, the enemy? Russia's at war with Ukraine. Exactly. But she's not giving it to the military. I mean, she's gi giving no, it no, charity. No, 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 she is. No, it was to the military? It was to uh, the Ukrainian government. Really? That's what it was. Read the article, man. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't delve <laughs> deep enough, far. apparently. I was riveted. You were riveted. <laughs> okay, let's jump to Israel. Can we? We absolutely can. Go. Okay, there's a lot of, you know coming out of Israel. I mean, uh, first of all, the EU as in the European Union, 26 out of 27 EU member states have now passed a resolution saying that Israel should have a ceasefire and not invade Rafa. 26 out of 27 EU states. All right, who's the holdout, though? <laughs> can you guess? Well, you know, I mean, can you I name some of the EU Germany. people? I want to say Germany. 
I want to say Germany's the holdout. They've been like a friend so far. I know. I was thinking that too. But it's not them, is it? No. So they voted against us. Like, yeah. like where do you yeah. get the chutzpah? Yeah. Like you can't. Like, like you can't. Yeah. It's it's a little depressing, and it wasn't France either, right? You know, another Western country. It was none other than Hungary. Really. Yeah. Just like out of left field, they decided, <laughs> you know what? We're going to support Israel. Yep. Hungary is now our official pro-Semites of the week. Wow. The country of Hungary. We are trying to give everyone a chance. <laughs> right. They, they, they had good intentions, Germany, right? Right. Maybe just Germany was just trying to share. Right. Because like, when does Hungary ever get the spotlight? <laughs> Never. And Never. Germany would be on, nobody would even look at Hungary. Right. Right. It's Hungary's time to shine. Exactly. Okay. Also being reported that uh, according to... Recent intelligence: the Mossad was behind a bunch of attacks in Iran, uh, where their gas lines were bombed. I just don't understand how they have the wherewithal. Like the country is at war, and some people are still dedicated to fighting the fight in Iran, which needs to happen. But you'd think that Mossad would be concentrating all their resources on what's going on in Gaza, like making sure we don't miss a beat. Well. Unless I'm mistaken, the Mossad's job is outside, abroad, abroad exactly. Just like the NSA and Probably, the CIA. Yes. Right? The Shin Bet, I believe, is the one that handles inside of Israel. Mm. So, I mean, they got to keep busy somehow. <laughs> Iran's the one to go for. Yeah, no, no, no. No shortage of uh, threats. Exactly. And if Hungary is our pro Semite of the week, then Lula is our anti Semite of the week. Yes. So, Brazilian President Luis Inacio Lula da Silva. Accused Israel of committing a genocide against Palestinians, the Brazilian president. I don't understand, like, why now? That's the question. He all of a sudden comes out. He's been president of Brazil. We're already four months into this war. Like, why did you wake up now and be like, you know what? This is genocide. I think maybe it's connected to BRICS. You know, the Brazil, Russia, Iran, China. You know, the whole... That axis. Yes, that currency movement. And I think Brazil is just trying to, it's taking sides. Brazil's taking sides and they're going with that side. I mean, they have to understand that they're going to lose this. Just like all the enemies of Israel. That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. Does anybody see a future without Israel? I don't think they do. Right, but that's why it's all political. Or maybe we're just too in it. It's possible. We have too much at stake. Like yes. Too much to, we can't even imagine it Nagias. because it's us. Too much Nagias. But, but like, it's serious. Yeah. Like, maybe it's more serious than we even know. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, on the topic of Israel committing a genocide, Elon, our friend Elon, who we interviewed, he was interviewed for another podcast, and he had this to say. Absolutely. The, the death toll, according to Associated Press, in Gaza is 24,000. Do you accept that number? We do not think there is any reason to accept at face value the numbers presented by Hamas. Obviously, is that a Hamas number? Yes, that is the number that is presented by the Gaza Health Ministry is Hamas. Uh, Hamas controls the health ministry in Gaza. This is the number that is coming from an, a, a terror organization. Now, wh whatever the number is, obviously every civilian death is a tragedy. And, and we're pained to see it because civilian deaths are a tragic feature of every war. And they're a tragic feature of this war that Hamas launched that we didn't want, we didn't start, we didn't even expect this war. Hamas launched this war and it has blood on its hands. But you know, the interesting point is that even if we accept that figure, the IDF believes that it has killed at least 9,000 Hamas terrorists. Now, if that's the case, you're talking about a civilian to casualty ratio of one to one and a half. That is unheard of, unheard of in the history 
of modern warfare and counterterrorism battles. If you compare it to Afghanistan, to Iraq, to the battle against ISIS, the ratio against civilians, how many civilians were killed, was always much, much higher. And this speaks to the incredible efforts that the IDF has been making to try to pinpoint Hamas terrorists with precision and avoid harm to civilians. He's fantastic. <laughs> I was thinking the same yeah, he thing. He just always delivers. And he does it like off the cuff. Not like us, by the way. You know, we have to do retakes. He doesn't do retakes, right? No, not when it's live. Not when it's live. And off the cuff, doesn't say um, not even one time. And everything's just perfect. He's just um, a master. Yeah. He's a master. Sending some love to Elon from Kiddush Club. <laughs> Actually, when we do go to Israel, we already have a lunch date. Oh, that's right. That's so, right. Well, once they buy us a bunch of coffees, <laughs> we, will, we will be going. We have to sign up for buyusaplaneticket.com. <laughs> Is there such thing? There no, should be we should such make a that. thing. We should make that. Mm. We should totally make that. All right, we should cut this so that nobody steals <laughs> our idea. <laughs> okay, let's move on to some not as serious news, can we? Yes. So I saw this article, and uh, I have some relatives who are lawyers, and I passed it on to them because I was on this man's side. The story is about a, a man in the United States, in Washington, I believe, who went to the website to check on his Powerball lottery, and wouldn't you know it, he won the Powerball. $340 million. Could you imagine? What do you do at that moment? Well, first of all, you call Hatsala for me because... Because <laughs> you're not making it. Not making it. No way. So... The numbers were there for three days on their website, but it turns out when he went to get the money, they said, oh, no, no, that's garbage, and they threw it out. He said, what are you talking about? And they said, no, they were... <laughs> we uploaded the wrong numbers, tell me. Close. They said that they were debugging the website, and those numbers were not the winning numbers. Oh, that's not fair. Not fair, right? So, no, so no, no, no. Do you understand what type of, like cardiac event that is that's what i'm saying that's what i'm saying like that's crazy like what if he died from a heart attack forget dying from a heart attack he for sure spent whatever was in his bank account oh, for sure he quit like, his he walked days. into his boss's office and he's like i'm out of here <laughs> right no question no question he burned every bridge yeah, you know oh, absolutely right and so so i was talking to this lawyer and he was saying you know, this is a joke of a lawsuit. He's not going to win anything. It's a joke. And I was like, why is it a joke? Wait, what is he suing for? I, mean, so, I know why he's suing, but what does he want? He wants all $340 million? <laughs> yes. Because I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> he's suing. You know, there, there is emotional distress here. That's for sure. You know, he's saying that they were extremely negligent. I have emotional distress just reading this story. Same. Same. I hope he wins something. And then, uh, so this lawyer said, he said, unfortunately, we'll probably never know because it's probably going to get settled out of court and we'll never know what he ends up with. But I think, I mean, personally, I'd be okay if he walked away with a few million. That's not enough. It's not enough. Really? It's yeah. not enough because what do you mean? You put the numbers up. You're representing what the winning lottery numbers right. are. And right. I had those numbers. Well, if he can prove in court that he actually did quit his job and he actually cursed out his boss. It's, it's, you it'll could get him you could some money. Yeah. It's not going to get him $340 million. No, it's not. But also you have to know the lottery has so much money. Do you understand? They can settle until he's happy. Yeah. He's coming out with $20 million, Maybe more. Yeah, yeah. And in, uh, in other news, a Danish man has now broken the Guinness Book of World Records record for most matchsticks being put up into your nose. I, it, and the number is 68 matchsticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's absurd. You know what's absurd about it? Well, first of all, I think I could do this. 
Right. Look at that picture. You know, I, I noticed you didn't bring any matches. <laughs> That's next next week's episode. <laughs> but like, so it turns out there there was no previous record because this was never a thing. Right. If you can make up a thing and you could start a record for anything. Exactly. Right? Like the most gala that I could have in one sitting in a kiddish club. A hundred percent that right? would work. Yes. Right. Well, let's just make one And you one know what? Up. I don't think anybody would even attempt to beat your record. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. We should do this. We could get ourselves on the map, right? Let's come up with one. We should like. We should really post this to our WhatsApp group. We should post it on X, and we should ask our audience. You know, what world record could we set up that we break? We establish it, and we get worldwide fame. Well, for the same price, you could really just host like a gala eating contest. Oh, that would get a lot of a lot of eyeballs. That would that yeah. would, and maybe we could invite what's his name? Who your your favorite guy? <laughs> Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. <laughs> he might bow out. He might take one bite and be like, Mm-mm, "Guys, no, not happening." <laughs> okay. Also, you know, and you unless said, we change it to Kugel. Kugel's too easy. I think he would get behind it though. But it's too easy. Joey Chestnut would be like, "I ate as much Kugel <laughs> as I could." <laughs> But he would definitely, he would win. I don't know about that because it's very different. You know, kugel is potato. If we're talking potato kugel, you know, potato is a very filling thing. But it doesn't come close to meat. Meat no, takes longer to digest than potato. I'm not sure that's true. I'm not sure that's true. In fact, there was a study recently that potato is actually very good for people that are dieting because the amount of calories, the ratio of calories to the amount that it fills you up is relatively low. I also think it's a complex carbohydrate, which takes longer to break down. Exactly, exactly. So I'm not so sure Joey Chestnut would be, you well, know, I would put him might, against- The recovery might be a little more complicated than we think. I mean, I personally would take any Hasidic guy from Williamsburg over Joey Chestnut <laughs> in a cookie eating contest. Oh, there's no question that a Hasidic guy would smoke Joey Chestnut in a cookie eating contest. Right? No question. Not only that, after Joey Chestnut is finished, that guy would be like, Chuldik, you gonna finish now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finished. Hundred percent. These are two great ideas. We really should. Look By the into way, this. multi-million dollar ideas from Kiddish Club, courtesy of Kiddish Club. Okay, you sent me a. Uh, it's funny because we got we took a little heat that we've been talking a lot about planes, right? Yes, a lot of planes. But then, what am I supposed to do when you send me more and more plane stories? Yeah, right? no, no, no. This was an important one. It was important. Um, in that I will no longer fly. <laughs> so, thanks for that. But it, it, it's it's a, it's a video of a plane that is going, I think, close to eight hundred and fifty miles an hour. No, eight oh two. This plane was going eight oh two. The one in the in the video. In the video. But right. our plane that we discussed on the cast broke the record and it went eight fifty something. Yes. According to the story, there were five different planes this week that all reached 800 miles an hour or above and it's interesting because we just said we were just talking about this and my plane ride back we talked about how i went 750 miles an hour so it seems like this is becoming more and more common but this video which we'll include in the whatsapp they hit you know a pretty rough patch of turbulence and at 802 miles an hour yeah so it's not the speed that did that because no. that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, if you hit a tailwind, you're going to end for a very, very rough ride. Because that's what it looks like. Right. It's really, I mean, it's not even that bad, I guess. It's it's just some bad turbulence. It's bad. It's bad turbulence. But I, I mean, mean, if you were on that plane. You've been in bad turbulence like that. I have. I've never been in turbulence where the overhead bin opens. I have. That's very frightening. I was on a plane ride to Israel where that happened. That's 
Forget yes, it. Terrifying. It was frightening. It was terrifying. Yes. But not to be left out, in case you thought taking a train was safer, I want you to watch this video that we'll include in the WhatsApp. And in the video, you see from the cockpit of this train how close it comes to hitting this truck. And it's terrifying. No, that's skin of teeth. Yeah. That's really close. Yeah. Especially when you're dealing with a train. But it's mind-boggling to me that a, a truck driver would take that risk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes there's a malfunction where the gates don't go down. Oh, that's, it's that's not true. necessarily somebody trying to be like criminal or trying to like get past the train before it comes. Right. That's a good point. That's a valid point. Well, since we can't take a train to Israel anyway, we could only take a flight. <laughs> no, by the way, there's a boat. Is there? I don't know if they, I mean, you can take a boat. I don't know if there is a boat that goes to Israel. <laughs> I don't know. You could ask all the travel agents out there. Yeah, d taking a boat is scarier. You wouldn't do a boat? No. Wait a minute. No, wait, wait. if it was a giant boat that didn't rock all the time, maybe, but not like a, a small boat. No. Well, you can't cross the ocean in a small boat. No, I mean, even like a yacht, even like a hundred foot yacht. Okay, wait. Two hundred foot question. yacht. You have a flight that is going to be going at 800 plus miles an hour. With very bad turbulence. Right, with bad turbulence. You'll make it. You're going to make both. <laughs> but, you have, but you have, that's option number one, get there in 12 hours. Or you can get there in, in a week, I would say, on a boat. Like a cruise ship, like a giant cruise ship. I guess I don't know. Like I said, we have to refer to we have to we have to really ask travel agents out there what's available by sea to Israel and how long think, is it going to take? Yeah, I think it's going to be like a week. I don't think there is such a thing. But let's say conceptual, theoretically, if there were, I think I'd still take the plane because cruises. And I think we've talked about this. The idea of being on a cruise to me is like trapped at sea. Trapped at sea. So just bad. Me, pick yeah. your poison, basically. Exactly. I'll do. I'll do the uh, the terrible turbulence. But. If we do go to Israel, it's going to be thanks to you guys and visiting buymeacoffee.com slash kiddish club. And we thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to join the WhatsApp group. You can do that uh, either from the show notes or visit us at kiddishclubpodcast.com. Follow us on X, follow us on Instagram, and don't forget to support the cast by visiting buymeacoffee.com slash kiddish club. Uh, show your support for the cast. And until next time, kiddish club out. This episode is copyright Kiddish Club Media.